Welcome to the Whole Church Podcast, your favorite church unity podcast, probably. If you want to hear from pastors, professors, and everything in between, right, sure. And, you know, the occasional train talk. Right, right, yeah. Uh, have we got the podcast for you? All right, everybody, here's the point of the podcast where I get to welcome you a second time because you've already been welcome during our intro. Thank you. I think you're both welcome. This is the Whole yeah. Church Podcast. I'm your co-host, Joshua Knoll. Here's your other co-host, Tiberius Juan Solo. Hello. To some who may know him more formally, Tiberius Juan Solo Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's his own type. Not to be confused with the red Solo Cup. That's all Toby Keith's saying. Um, the sequel song about Tiberius probably come out in the next five years, though. I, I, yeah. I envision it, yeah. Um, we have a very special guest today. My cousin, uh, Mrs. Alley Cat. Um, not Official name. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is her name. Um, not to be confused with uh, Doja Cat. She's far more appropriate most of the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, we got fun fun episode. I actually forgot that we didn't record because of finals. Me and TJ have been doing finals and stuff. And it's like, oh man, we need a podcast. And uh, just so happened that today, Allie texted me and was all offended that she hasn't been on yet. And I was like, well. What a good coincidence, because uh, I need somebody today. And uh, she wasn't doing anything, so here she is. We were blessed. That was my God moment of the day. Uh, TJ, uh, do you want to go ahead and wrap us up? Yeah, uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, I do have a silly question. We don't really need an icebreaker, because Allie is my cousin, for those of you who do not know. Well, I don't really know her. And uh, Tiberius... <laughs> I is just actually won. just uh, a well. I was gonna say he's a clone of me. That strike that. I'm actually a clone of him, mm-hmm. but from the past. He time traveled <laughs> backwards and then cloned himself to see what he would be like older in the current time. Yeah, yeah. All right. But, I didn't but, want to get ahead of myself, so. Yeah. And um, it, it turned out the cloning process went wrong, and that that is what's wrong with me. For all of you wondering, that that's what happened. Yeah. That explains so much. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, my silly question for the day is uh, if either of you, or both of you, because you're both going to have to answer one at a time, hmm. had to give me an animal that I had to ride cross country from here to California, which animal would you give me? Now, I'm going to go first and tell you both which animal I would assign you to ride cross-country. Okay, wait. So, are we doing this for both other people? No, no, no. You, you guys are just, just doing it for me. No, okay. I did it for both of you, though. I have both of your animals picked out. All right. Yeah. Um. So, first, I'll, I'll let everybody know. I would pick for Tiberius or Tejas or Timmy Tom, whatever you want to call him. I would okay. pick... Uh, a polar bear because I actually just I envision him on a saddle like saddled polar bear just going into town with a you know he, he's got that like goatee thing going and he's like slick hair back and I just was like you know for whatever reason that just looks right to me there's not any real logic or anything that makes sense behind it it's just a, <laughs> I like how that looks so going with that mm-hmm. yeah um, for Allie, I picked a really specific animal. Oh. I, um, I am giving her Sebastian, the tiny horse from, uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. <gasps> Little Sebastian? Yeah, I just, just feel like it would be appropriate to see yeah. how happy everyone got when Allie oh. rode in on a... That would take a while. Sebastian. That's Okay. It would take a while to... He's a miniature horse. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like polar bear can't be that much quicker. Polar bears are very fast. So you're just flying cross-country on a speeding polar bear? Yeah. Okay, good vision. That's all I needed. I wanted to envision that. (laughs) They they can run at like 35, 38 miles an hour. So you're just uh, taking back roads, flying past people on a polar bear. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. Beautiful scene. Okay, uh, TJ, if you had to pick any animal 
for me to yeah. ride cross country, what'd you pick? So you have to ride it. Yeah. And if you I don't if get it, it dies, then what happens? It's not allowed to die. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm gonna choose God God's in on this deal, it's fine. Right. A toad. A toad. <laughs> Any toad. I just sit on it. Yeah. You have to find a way to sit or stand on a toad while it walks you across the country. May I ask why you picked a toad? I thought it'd be funny. It was. It was. (laughs) All right. Possibly the longest possible amount of time it could take. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. There was the name of a book I read in high school that was like Roadkill or something. It was all about this one toad who avoided roads while the rest of them got ran over. It was a really fun book. In high school? I feel like I read that in high school. He went to a private school. Hopefully. In high school. It's worse. I just, uh, I hung out at the public library and I saw a book about toad being ran over and thought it looked funny. So I figured you out. hung out at the public library. Yeah. See, Josh, when most people say read a book in high school, they mean like, I had to read this book in high school. <laughs> no, I, meant, I was in high school and also read a book. Yeah, okay. Also. Yeah, not related. So it's not relevant at all that you were in high school? No. You just wanted to let us know it was a very long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like over a day. Ten years. Yeah. Because yeah. you're old. Thanks, TJ. Appreciate it. Okay, so Allie, yeah. if you had to pick one animal for me to ride across the country and it can't be a toad, what would it be? You man, it can't be a toad. No, you can't give semi heated. That was awful. <laughs> um. There are toad-like animals. Toad-like animals. <laughs> I was thinking an ostrich, and I'll oh. tell you why. That sounds nice. Because whenever you say something a little bit strange or embarrassing in public, it can bury its head because they do that. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told our listeners or Allie about um the time I delivered pizza to an ostrich. What? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when when I was with Domino's, one time I, I took an order. It was this back road house, and I had an ostrich there. So you know, when I rang the doorbell, naturally I asked them, like, "Hey, y'all just have an ostrich? That's pretty cool." They're like, yeah, uh, we actually ordered the four cheese pizza for him. I was like, six cheese pizza really? for him. I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, it's his favorite thing. He doesn't eat pizza from anywhere else. He just likes Domino's six cheese pizza. And I was like, wow, all right. And they they let me feed him a slice. And then the thing that got me was I went back to the store and I told everybody because I was so excited. I delivered pizza to an ostrich. That was the greatest thing ever. The manager just goes, oh, yeah. Um, John usually takes that delivery. <laughs> what, yeah. do you mean, what, is this just normal? Y'all just do this, like, every week, or? Yeah, my, uh, my biology 101 professor actually breeds ostriches, so. He did what? He breeds ostriches. Awesome. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll breed the one that I could ride across. What does he breed and them for? Like, pets? I didn't ask. <laughs> I mean, I could that ask. seems like a very important question. It's just not. <laughs> just to verify, uh, the ostrich I ride would definitely beat your polar bear, right? Like in a fight? Well, like if we were racing cross-country. I mean, I'll get maybe. Sure, if you can control an ostrich. Did I just give you the better animal? Is that what happened? <laughs> I got the best animal. It's oh, no, no, no. Little oh. Sebastian is a national treasure. That's true. It might take her a while, but dead. that's worth it. No, he's, uh, she gets right at ghost horse. That's even cooler. Yeah. That is really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, before, before we jump in, TJ's going to tell you guys how needy we are. Extremely. Thank you. <laughs> uh, please consider... You know, supporting us on Patreon, it really helps us. Uh, it, wait, wait, you know, stop there. I have a, I have an incentive for everybody. I, uh, I wanted to originally do this podcast about aliens, but uh, TJ wouldn't let me. Yeah. So, uh, you guys want to hear about Genesis one through three and how 
the implications of the book of Genesis relate to beliefs on aliens and why people in church argue about whether or not they can be real by based on the Bible, uh, I'm going to start a petition on our Patreon account. And you guys can go to Patreon and comment your name to sign it. And, uh, TJ, how many, how many signatures will I have to get for you to let me have an alien episode? 40. That's a lot. Yeah. Let's go with 10. No. 15. No. 39. No. Okay. Fine. I don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> we get 40 <laughs> signatures. Everyone, please, please go to our Patreon. Comment your name on the alien petition. Yeah. All right. And of course, we need you guys to you know share our podcast, put it on your Facebook wall, put it on your cover, make it your profile picture. That'd be take, awesome. Take over our Twitter. Yeah. Share it on there. Take over our Twitter. Promote yourself on there, but as us. You know? <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, when we post the episodes, we always post about it on our Instagram and Facebook accounts. Uh, it'd be really helpful if you would repost those on your accounts, put it on your story, whatever. Comments help, too. Uh, Comments anything, anything you can do that lets other people go, hey, they listen to this, maybe I should, too. be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you would like to write a critical response essay to what we say in this episode, then please do so. I'll share it on everything. Literally Submit it to everything. Facebook for grading. Right. Yeah. I'll grade it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, that being said, um, Allie, is there anything they should know about you before we jump in? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm not that interesting of a person, so... That's a great no. That That's great. All right. Yeah, this is uh, my cousin, Allie. She's not that interesting of a person. Yes. Um, her father is a super Catholic. That's a Catholic that was bitten by a radioactive cathedral. And um, oh. her mom's not a Catholic. Yeah. And then not bit by any cathedrals at all. Oh. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's do this. Okay, so Alec, yes. did you, what, growing up, did you like attend both churches? Yeah, I actually went to my mom's probably just as much, if not more, than my dad's. Um, Your mom's church got a prophecy, right? She is Pentecostal. Okay, I didn't know if it was specifically the same as us, or if it was just I, Pentecostal. I don't know. I, she's just Pentecostal. Right okay. now, she's going to a non-denominational Christian church. But yeah. when I asked her, she told me she was Pentecostal. So Okay. But, so, um, so like, I went to Catholic school, and you have to go, like, as a as a, an entire school, you go to church every Thursday, like, during the school day. Yeah. And then... Like weekends on Sunday, I would normally go to my mom's church. So, so did you like tell people that you went to another church? Like when you went to your mom's church, would you tell people you also go to Catholic church, pretty much? Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm pretty sure like all of them knew. Like whenever I wasn't there every Sunday, they're like, you know, Patty, where's your kid? She's like, oh well, she's at the Catholic church this week. And my dad and my sister would never go to the Pentecostal church. So it was always like me and my mom. So your sister, did she choose to go or to choose to not go to your mom's church? Or? Yeah, I think they, they let us choose a lot of stuff. Like, obviously going to Catholic school like wasn't a choice. And mm-hmm. they thought it would just be a better school for the area. Um. Academically, yes. Mm-hmm. But there were also, I don't know, there were a lot of pros and cons, I guess, for like any school really. But for mine, like, they talk about religion and math class. So like all of your classes are really Christian focused and they apply like math to like Christian circumstances. But um, right. I think... And academically, like, being a smaller school, like, my grade didn't even have 100 people in it. So, like, we got a lot more one-on-one attention. And I think 
the teachers who were there cared a lot about being there. Um, but then like for public school, they have government funding for a lot of different things. And I hear like sometimes that it's still doesn't make it that great. I, I don't have a lot of experience with it, so I don't know. But um, I know that they have like a lot more AP classes available a lot more like different levels of learning so for catholic school like we had just like the basic class and then we'd have an honors class and then we had like three ap classes i think that we offered um but like we were strongly discouraged from taking dual credit courses because it wouldn't fit in with like our religion classes schedule and you know like we didn't have all the ap classes and then for students who needed more help they were just kind of stuck in like the standard level of classes. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think there were a lot of ups, but there were also a lot of downs. Right. What would you just say like, was the best part of Catholic school? Oh gosh. Um, Catholic lunch. I know that one. Oh gosh, no. Our yeah. lunches were terrible. A good Catholic sandwich is just to die for. Yeah, a Reuben. Reuben? Yeah. I think a Catholic guy invented the Reuben. I'm not sure. Really? Okay. I think so. Hmm. I didn't know that. I always hated lunch for like Fridays. We weren't allowed to eat meat on Friday. So we'd always have fish for lunch on Fridays. Which is well, gross. Mighty Catholic of them. It is. It really is. Makes sense. Yeah, hold up. Like, Catholics aren't are never allowed to eat meat on Friday. No, it's just, just like during lunch. It's it's only during Lent, but my okay. school sometimes like to be a little extra, like the 4-6 campus. So like we have like the K-3 campus, the 4-6, the middle school, and the high school. Well, the 4-6, they were probably the most Catholic of all of the different schools. And you would go to, uh, I forget what it's called. We'd have like a prayer hour every Friday and then like church every Thursday and then no power break or meet for lunch on Friday. Like throughout the year. Wait, so what? What was the? What's actually the best part of Catholic school? If it's lunch. <laughs> um, gosh, I I think I really enjoyed. Um, it's not all Catholic schools. A lot of Catholic schools are really big, but for mine specifically, it was a lot smaller, and I really enjoyed that. I thought that was so nice. Okay, nice. <laughs> uh, I, I read to inform everyone that I looked it up. And uh, the inventor of the Reuben was a Jewish Lithuanian man oh. living in Omaha. So basically Catholic. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, before we move on, Allie, did um anyone did you ever talk to anyone at your school about going to your mom's church when you went? Oh yeah, I mean, did it I. Some of them thought it was different because it's a really big thing. For, like a lot of Catholics don't want to marry people who aren't also Catholic. So like they'll date, but before they can get married, whoever in the relationship wasn't Catholic would convert. And my mom was like, I'm not doing that. I'm my own lady and I'm going to do what I want. So they were all really confused as to why my mom didn't convert. Because for a lot of them, their parents did or like all their friends' parents did. Um, but they weren't ever like, no one was ever mean about it. Like we had a lot of people at the Catholic school who weren't Catholic. So it, it's not just something that they weren't used to, like learning about other religions, but it might've been a little different. Until right now, I thought you had to be Catholic to go to Catholic school. Oh no, you just have uh -uh. to pay. Crazy. Cause like we had, we had a Jew. In uh, high school, join our school, and everyone thought that was the greatest thing that ever happened. All right. I yeah. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. I have a friend that goes to Catholic school and is agnostic. Whoa. Yeah. And according uh, to him, a lot of their school is that way. Yeah. Because they're in New York. Okay, yeah. Because, like, in Louisville, I'm from Owensboro, which is, like, a lot smaller. So most people here are Catholic anyways. But I know in Louisville, like, 
a lot of people don't like moving public schools in general. So if they have the money, they'll just go ahead and send their kids to Catholic schools. Uh-huh. And did your mom, it, people at your mom's church ever treat you weirdly? Um, no, but I was a very shy kid, so I honestly wouldn't talk to them that much. And maybe if I talked to them, they would have, you know, treated me differently or something. But I like to think, like, they were all so nice, like, such nice people. And sometimes they would have, like, questions for me about being Catholic and different stuff and how related to what I was hearing at their church. So overall, they were just really nice people. Mm-hmm. So, just, just curious. Um, because you, you had this unique experience growing up sort of with Bo. Yeah. I, I don't think many people at all get that, right? Because, like you said, you know, it's either Catholic or you're not for most yeah. people. Um, having that unique experience, what would, what would you say just from your experience was the biggest contrast between the Catholic Church and your, you know, I know your mom's church doesn't represent every single other Protestant church out there, but you know, yeah. from what you've observed, what would you say the biggest contrast is between um, Catholic and Protestant churches in attendance? So I would say like there's a huge difference in the actual like setup of the mass. So like at the Catholic church, everything it's sort of scripted. Like you all have your roles and like what you say and everything and when you stand up and kneel and stuff. So, um, you know, there's not a lot of like talking during church there's like your role you get there people like walk in late leave a little bit early and that's it like that's they've done their time for the week but i know for my mom's church like everyone would always show up 30 minutes early they'd have like the song like 30 minutes where you just like sing religious songs and then you'd have like your time where your pastor would like stand up there and like talk to you and he wouldn't talk to you like He's lecturing you. He talked to you almost like he was just like sitting around talking to his friends, which I always thought was really cool. Um, so I'd say like for mass wise, that's like the biggest difference. Um, almost just like general attitude about it. General attitude. I don't know. I think like general attitude for you. You like when people are like in church, like the general attitude. No, I meant like is that what you meant? The biggest difference was was just sort of like. Oh, yeah, well, like, the, the role yeah. of the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, like, a big difference that I noticed in beliefs is, like, my mom, she would, like, study all of my tests with me, and she would go through, like, when we were asking questions, and she'd be like, I just want you to know that this isn't right, but this is what the correct answer for the test is, so I'm going to make sure you know it. Um, Could you give us an example? Yeah, yeah, so, like, um saints we have like statues of saints like in all of our churches and then in a lot of our homes we'll have like little statues and stuff and my mom was always really uncomfortable with that because she didn't like the idea that people would worship these statues or these like saints because she felt we needed to show more respect towards jesus himself um and especially mary she did not like that we would have paintings of Mary or like statues of her around the house because she just she felt like all of your attention needed to be spent on God and Jesus like that's what that's who you owe everything to and they deserve all of your respect and attention so like going through tests we learn about Mary and she's like I just don't see why you guys need to know this different things like that yeah from what we've been told before on the show, y- y'all don't really worship the statues as much as no. kind of pray as like a what's it, what's what's the word the inner like uh, interception yeah yeah like yeah. the so in between basically I like something else cool that my school used to do is like so we'd have mass every Thursday but then after mass you'd go back to your homeroom and we'd have like all of the priests in the diocese come and talk to the different classes and answer our questions. So, like, I would always ask them a lot of stuff about, like, what my mom has told me versus what my dad has told me. And the way that they explained the, like, saint statues to me is that um, we need to think of God and Jesus as very, very extremely busy people. And if you pray to 
and they're they're made it very clear that God and Jesus will always listen to you. But they made an example like if you pray to a specific saint for like whoever is like the saint of like mothers or fathers or actresses or whatever. Um, whatever you relate to. Yeah, if you pray to them yeah. specifically, they can almost make like a special case, like stick up to you or stick up for you to Jesus. So they can like, you'll pray to them and then they'll go talk to Jesus in heaven and be like, hey, this person needs help with this. And I think they're a really good person and this and that. And then they'll help you out. It's like having a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone who's like sticking up for you and defending you. Yeah. To reiterate that Catholics aren't worshiping saints like gods because yeah. I think that that's what a lot of Protestants kind of get that image of that's what's going yeah. on and even though we've said it before on the show I feel like we're just going to keep saying that until people <laughs> get it yeah. yeah. just to reiterate uh, all Catholics on the planet are not actively practicing idolatry yes. that's not happening yes Yeah, it's kind of sad oh. we have to reiterate that um, <laughs> but but now this is this is might just be a very vague question and you can just tell me to shut up um shut up okay <laughs> excellent <laughs> uh ali so if um just just growing up sort of with both churches there seeing both like that and seeing how your mom and dad have interacted about the religion i won't say religions because they're both christian um does it give you would it give you hope for greater church unity, or does it kind of make you more concerned about the greater church unity, like that we need to work better on being united, or do you think that we're going in the right direction? I think overall we're going in the right direction, but like seeing sort of like the behind the scenes, I guess, of what's going on, sometimes it stresses me out a little bit, because like growing up with you know, both sides, I feel like it made me really tolerant of all different religions and beliefs and stuff, because I see, like, my mom thinks that we should, like, respect everyone and respect all the same, but that we shouldn't have, like, statues and stuff of them. And I'm like, okay, I understand that. And then my dad is like, well, I'm a reminder for someone who's helped me out when I pray to them. So it's really easy for me to see both sides. Yeah, so, but... You also see a lot of struggle. Um, so as the first null Catholic Protestant hybrid, do you <laughs> believe that you are the chosen one? Yes, absolutely. All right, there you have it. I'm the head of the next generation, and everyone will be like me. All right, and uh, this is uh, the episode where we start a cult. So I hope everybody's <laughs> excited about that. <laughs> but specifically around the Noel family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's going to be like Waco, but in Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. So no one will actually hear about it. So I know how to start a cool. I've got this. Perfect. Uh, you're, you're already in one. Yeah. You're the I head. Mean, honestly, I watched that, that KKK, like that Black Klansman movie. And I'm not saying that my sorority is a cult. And we're definitely not racist. But the similarities hmm. and just the structure of it really freaked me out. My friend Cameron recommended I watch that today, actually. It's so good. It's hilarious, but also... I think we need to have another episode about what it's like to be Christian and in a sorority. Actually, and that episode yeah. starts now. We could have a whole... I have got this covered. I feel like I know so much more about Christian and sorority than Catholic school. All right, so uh, future guest TJ is going to be Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think yes. I derailed TJ's questions. I hope he doesn't hate me. No, that would work. That's that's a good idea. <laughs> that would be good. This silence derailed sounds like. <laughs> but in one year, I'll be out of my story, and I can say whatever I want about them. So there we go. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, all right. So just so we're clear, it's not a cult. Uh, you're just not allowed to speak badly of it. Oh. <laughs> and you pay them. 
Yes, you pay them. Mm-hmm. But for specific stuff, and then later they give you the money back in different mm-hmm. ways. Oh, like, TJ, what's our next question about <laughs> <laughs> being uh, a Catholic Protestant hybrid? That's not that's, an actual poll. Gosh, that's all of them. Did we, did we ask all the questions? Yeah. You asked oh, all didn't. the questions? Uh, Allie, what would you say was the least good thing about Catholic school? Oh, gosh. Sometimes the teachers were just straight up crazy. I love them. That might be for all schools, though. Yeah, but mm-hmm. these people, I think they lost some money. Really. Truly. Do you care to elaborate? Or yeah. I think, so, like, the teachers were very, like, they're big on the whole censorship thing. So they're like, you don't just go to Catholic schools, like, during the school week. You're part of Catholic schools all the time. So if we happen to run oh. into you in Target and you're not being a very good person, we'll give you a detention because you're part of Catholic schools. Wait, there are a lot of Your Catholic teachers went to Target? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> And like, so I was a big theater kid, and Josh knows this, but we would do plays, and before every play, we would have to get the script approved by the priest at our school, like Father Bradley, who would just, you know, chill there all day. Um, and we would always send our scripts, and then he'd send them back to us in like 30 minutes, and be like, yeah, this is good to go, which means he didn't actually read them, because you can't read a play in 30 minutes, so like two-hour deals and then one year we had a play that was like set in a school and it was like very high school like young children based and we did a lot of plays like 1984 that were like sad and depressing and this is like one we were all really excited for because it was like aimed for children or like high schoolers and at intermission our principal comes into the green room and is like you guys need to censor yourselves. You guys are saying way too many things during this play and you're in a school setting and you're going to make all the students think it's okay to say stuff like this in a school setting when we have, whenever we go back to classes. So he made us like redo our lines, like learn different lines because the play was like set in a school and he didn't want people thinking that we condoned acting like that in a school. Yeah. It's for high school, not Catholic high school. Yeah, and it and it wasn't like <laughs> bad stuff. It wasn't. I don't know. They weren't like doing anything crazy. They just said like the occasional lower level cuss word, and oh. were like, "I don't like my principal," or "I don't like this teacher." So he he just really didn't like that. The low tier of swear words. Yeah, low tier. Oh. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're leveled. Oh. Are, the elementary schools. They, they're leveled. They are. Some of them mm-hmm. are like not that bad, but you wouldn't say them in front of your Didn't grandma. Didn't you know that like people argue whether or not they actually are cuss words? Does that count? That doesn't count. <laughs> I might have had a conversation like that before. Maybe. I I remember one of the weirdest ones. Obviously, I'm not going to say what the word is. Because mm-hmm. I, I think TJ might be getting wor- worried that that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm known mm-hmm. to be reckless. No, I, 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 you know, no nope, that's like not that. the right word for it. <laughs> but I had a game. Uh, I, won't, I won't say the video game because then people could look up what word I'm talking about. But uh, anyway, I had a video game, and uh, part of the title alluded. To a cuss word, right? Very, very clearly. Even though that's not what the title was, but whatever. Oh, very final. I got it. And then a year later, they decided that that was actually a cuss word, and they were very angry that I had that game. But they were the, like, they were there when I got it. You know, I was singing a Taylor Swift song in high school, like forever ago, and my mom got so mad at me because she was like, "Allie, that is a cuss word." He's like, Mom, that is not a cuss word. It's like the part where she's like, with the heckin' good hair, but not heckin'. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She got so mad at me. She's like, Allie, that is a cuss word. We do not say that word in this house. 
Well, it's because you were listening to Taylor Swift. That's your first yeah, problem. No, I was not listening to Taylor Swift. I'm very oh. anti-Taylor Swift. It hmm. just happened to be in my head. Uh-huh. Well, you don't listen to it. The song was just stuck in your head. They they are everywhere. <laughs> you can't escape happen. them. That's true. You're not trying hard. So, Ali, what would you say, just, just to wrap up this whole... This set, the main segment of the podcast, the main <laughs> segment. Oh. Um, what would you say is the funniest story you have about Catholic school? Oh gosh. Um. Okay. I'm so you the good, the bad, and the funny. You know. The good, the bad, and the funny. Yeah. So my high school, it has like three levels. It's like the first floor, the second floor, the third floor, and the third floor is where all the nuns used to live whenever they would teach. So they would, like, live on the top floor, and then they'd, like, walk downstairs and teach their classes for the day, and then they'd go back to their house or something, you know? Like, little dorm rooms. And so, like, we know, like, I had my whole brain surgery thing, and I wasn't allowed to take steps, so I would take the elevator up to the third floor. And the elevator up to the third floor brought you through the nurses' quarters that no one was ever allowed to go in unless you had an elevator key. And I thought that this would be the funniest thing ever, that during theater practice, I would sneak up to the third floor because the key let you in all the locked buildings or, like, locked rooms in the school and the elevator. So I was like, okay, this is going to be so funny. So we had, like, this Jesus statue, but it had the arms broken off, and it had, like, graffiti on its face. It was very scary looking. And I left, and I knew that there were, like, four or five other kids using the elevator at this time. So I got my friend, and we snuck up to the third floor during theater practice, and we moved the scary Jesus statue to right in front of the elevator door. And that way, when all of the freshmen who were using the elevator would use it on, like, Monday morning or whatever, it would scare them. And uh, it did, and they pulled on us. I, You know, I am very proud of myself. That is the most rebellious thing I have ever done, I think. <laughs> and... The principal found out about it because one of the kids got really mad and went and told the principal and was like, I was on my crutches and I opened the elevator door and it scared me and I fell over and I was with crutches so I couldn't stand back up. Yeah, and uh, he called us all to the, to the principal's office and was like, now who did this? You know, this is not right. This is not very Christian of you to try and scare other disabled students. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I just got here. I mean, you weren't targeting the disabled student. I wasn't targeting the disabled. Yeah, exactly. And they weren't permanently disabled because my school didn't accept handicapped children. So So they're targeting the (laughs) handicapped. Yeah, they're targeting handicapped people. That's terrible. Isn't it? We accept um, high-functioning autistic children. Well. But no one else. Josh. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was that was a big thing. I that was a very Christian. Got so mad at them. I I don't know. My mom really tried to fight them for many years. That's yeah. That makes sense. That's yeah. Because like we and like I understand why theoretically because we didn't have enough like staffing. Or, like, good staffing. A lot of our teachers were just coaches of our sports teams who didn't have a teaching degree. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it was a really great time. Um, but uh, they, It sounds like if, you're, if your school had too much power, they would be actively practicing eugenics right now. You know, I think the same thing. But secretly. Okay, so, uh... Moving on from before we start. They, they couldn't help these. I'm sorry, I am cutting you off. Um, but like they wouldn't help these kids, and like they they couldn't help them. But then like they were like, we don't like you can bring your kid here. Like we won't kick them out technically, but we can't help them. They just have to be in normal classes. And then if they need extra help, then you know you'll have to find someone else to do that. So in my mind. It makes sense, but also I don't understand why they accepted so many autistic children if that was their standpoint, because these children would need extra help for different things, and they couldn't give them extra help, and they would just be like, yeah, I mean, 
Whatever. Theory yeah. Yeah. I'm, so I'm just going to assume that's the bad. That is the bad. I should have <laughs> yeah. said that. That's a much better answer. You should edit out the earlier part of this podcast where oh. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the first 30 minutes. That's the funny part. That's no, it. That's yeah, we want. <laughs> I, I won't edit it. us yeah. talking about edit. So, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He's terrible. I don't edit anything. Oh, no. Especially when this gets posted in like six hours. Oh, no. No. So, uh, as we're wrapping up, Allie, do you have any practical thing that you would advise Protestant or Catholic, something someone could do to help reach out to someone on the other side of the Catholic Protestant line? Because that's a thing now. Um, I would say one. Don't make jokes about each other at each other's expense. Like, that's if you're with, like, a really close friend of yours or whatever, and you're, like, joking around, and they know it's a joke, and they know that you don't mean anything by it, then okay. But, like, if you're just living your daily life, and you're like, Catholics are the worst people ever, and don't think anyone <laughs> else is going to heaven. Well, What a good joke. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I see it. And... You know, but, like, Catholics are just as guilty of it. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I just don't make jokes at each other's expense. I've seen from my parents. It never go to, goes down well. No one thinks oh. it's funny, except the person that told it. But then they won't find it funny very much longer, because then the person they told it to is going to yell at them, and they're going to be sad all day. Well, also, people just infer things about jokes, because no one wants to be the person to ask something. So it also mm-hmm. probably help start some of our stereotypes, right? Like, yeah. someone makes a joke about Catholics praying to saints. We all think it's hilarious. No one asks, wait, do they actually do pray actually, to saints? Yeah. yeah. So it just kind of yeah, keeps going on. But uh, speaking of that, before we go any further, uh, TJ, I heard a really great joke the other day. <laughs> I doubt it. Do you want to hear it? The lead-up does not give me faith. <laughs> do you want to hear it? Sure. Protestants suck. <laughs> that hilarious? That's the joke. <laughs> Gosh, that was not he, good. No, he came up with that just now. That's why he thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. That's because <laughs> she was saying she's not coming up with a joke. Like you suck. Yeah, well, That's I a joke. I couldn't think of an actual joke. I just said the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Catholics are awful. Uh-huh. Um. No. <laughs> You know, if you tell my dad this, I will deny it. I was never here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so, Jerry, I think don't, the biggest don't culture shock. Okay, okay. So go ahead. What's the biggest culture oh, shock? Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I think the biggest shock, or like, you know, religion shock, was whenever I would go and spend like a week or two in the summer with Rachel. Oh. Because. That sounds like, shocking. I'm not to the shocking time. part yet. <laughs> I was in, like, eighth grade, and I went to go spend, like, two weeks with Rachel in the summer, and that is the first time I ever heard that there was a stereotype about Catholic schoolgirls. And can you imagine my shock when we are sitting there in a group of people, and they're like, so, you ever did any of this or any of this? I was like, what in the world? Am I wearing something revealing? Is that what makes you think these things? But no, that's like a stereotype everywhere. Yeah, it is. That is a bad joke. That would be an example of a bad joke, Allie. Well, oh, okay. Well, I I didn't think of it at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so uh, don't stereotype. And don't make jokes at each other's expense. But only at your own expense. And listen, I can't say this on a podcast on the air. But I was asked a question by a girl in my sorority. First time I ever met this girl. First time we ever spoke. And she asked me this crazy question. Hold on. And if you want to know what the question is, text me after. It's crazy. Right. But I won't say it over air. Thank you. Yeah, I'm being really good. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> well, with that being said, uh, before we wrap up, I want to do, you know, our listeners have a favorite segment that we that we do. And yeah. every single person who listens, favorite. Segment. Our listeners is Josh's exactly, middle name. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they, everyone who listens to this, their, their favorite part of the podcast is when I talk <laughs> about drinks. Yeah, 
every single person you can. Um, and so you're all welcome. Welcome to Trade Talk. Uh, today I would like to talk about a historic thing that's happened because of the pandemic, COVID-19, in New York, actually. For the first time in 115 years, on May 7th, so right about the time that this, the last podcast dropped, the, uh, the underground railroad system in New York, the metro system, was shut down for the night. They didn't run overnight for the first time in 115 years. It's crazy. Hey, Josh. Yep. Did you just forget that they call that the subway? Yeah. Incredible. Okay, continue. <laughs> All right. It's just, it's, you know, it's train. I have a question. Okay. They, Is it about train? The first, yeah, it's about it's about trains. Great God. And then I have another question. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time they shut down for the night was on May 7th. In 115 years, yeah. But, like, we've been in this for months. Yeah. Why well, it's been, like, first? two months. But yeah. New York got it early and hard. So, th- I feel like they should have shut down a lot sooner than May 7th. Well, well people rely on the train. Yeah, the problem is a lot of people, you know, they work at night. The only way that they can get to or leave work is the train system. What happened though? Like, what was the starting incident that made them think, okay, now's the time where we have to shut this down? Uh, it's just basically because of the the virus. They want to make sure everybody had a long enough warning, so they let people know who take it daily. Okay. They shut it down for the night to sanitize, and they did it for a few nights in a row. I, I don't know if they're still doing it or not, but they were doing it every night there for a while. And I was following New York Times wrote a lot about it. And I read a lot about it, mostly because there were pictures. Uh, news articles with pictures, much like books, are easier to read. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so. That, okay, are you ready for my second train question? I, I, I'm absolutely ready. This is going to be kind of dumb. It has nothing to do with anything we were talking about before. But I was thinking about this the other day. Must be do a family know, thing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> do you know, like, I don't know then, but do you remember, like, Thomas the Train? Yeah, yeah. Some of songs are on our train playlist. Oh, Lord. That's true. No, 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 no. Is it Thomas the Tank or Thomas the Train? Uh, It's Thomas the Tank Engine. Okay. Because I... Okay, this is irrelevant. I was taking a shower the other day, and I thought of a joke that I thought was so funny. But then I was like, it's Thomas the Tank, though. It's not Thomas the Train. So that wouldn't make sense. But he is a train. He's just... Yeah, that type of train. But I'd have to call him Thomas the Train for anyone to be like, okay, yeah, that's funny, you know? Well, just yeah. just say well, that people know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah people okay. know who Thomas the Train is. Yeah, what, what's the, are we allowed to know the joke? Oh, it's not that funny. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, I did suck. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. That yeah. was the joke, actually. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have I told you that before? Thomas the Train sucks. <laughs> Not the tank, though. Thomas the Train and Thomas yeah, the Train. It wouldn't be funny if you said Thomas the Tank sucks. Yeah. It's tank engine. Everyone would be like, yeah. yeah. It's only funny if you say yeah. Thomas the Train sucks. Yeah. Oh, God. But, uh, <laughs> could you imagine a train sucking? Oh, hilarious. Oh, my well, God. But, yeah, so, for people who do travel to and from work in New York, that is a huge issue that the train's been shut down for the night. So uh, we do just ask all of our followers and patrons and whatnot to uh, just say prayers for those who are who need to use the train system in New York because A, they can't, and because B, that is a terrible place to be right now is on a train. Yeah. No, or, or in New York. Yeah. Both, both things are bad. Yeah. So, so pray for people in New York, people on trains. And then more specifically, people who need to use the train at night in New York, they extra need prayer. Yeah. Right. Which isn't fun, but Thomas the Train sucks. Ha ha. Moral of the story. Yeah. yeah. The whole podcast, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should warn people in this podcast here. It's like, listen, first 30 minutes, not important. Last There's 10. Actually, the only important part. They all know. It's still <laughs> yeah, this is all we got. So uh, that was it for the train talk. Choo choo.
All right. And now that our train talk is over. Yeah, they're they're not listening file. anymore. We can say what we want. Uh, Allie, have you ever listened to the podcast? I listened to my first episode last night, and that is when I decided to text Josh because I was on one of those Instagram, Facebook mm-hmm. black holes at like 4 a.m. Yeah. Like everyone does. Uh-huh. Was like, okay. So, like, I listened to my first episode, was like, okay, okay. Which episode? And then I went to Facebook, and then I saw Jeannie on the Facebook, and was so offended. Yeah. So offended. Wait, which episode did you listen to? The very first one, on Spotify. Oh, oh wow. That was yeah. a good one. I wasn't in it. That does make it less good, but, you know, it was good. I but... was wondering that. Josh was like, we are going to ask you questions. We. We who? I only heard you talking, Josh. Oh, crap. Yeah. Spoiler alert. TJ joined the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was crazy. He was, was actually sitting in the background episode of that six. episode. If you listen to him close, you just didn't you let him breathing. talk? Yeah. That's not true. That might be true. <laughs> you were there. I didn't want to. Yeah, I was there. I've been there for almost all of them. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I know yeah, just, that. Us males really, really like to talk, Josh. But you should give other people a chance at least. Yeah. I, I really did want to. Put him in charge of the podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So one day I was like, "You're better at this." And you know, you should have made that first episode about aliens. Then I should have mm-hmm. before yeah. you joined. Yeah. yeah. That was your too late now. So did you listen all the way to the end? If that I is. say I fell asleep, is that gonna? No, it won't. Uh, so at the end of all of our episodes, uh, since then we've started doing a God Moment of the Week at the Ooh. end of our episodes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Josh already told us his at the very beginning. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. What was it? I don't know. I don't remember things you say. But I remember it you started it wasn't at the beginning of the episode. You were like, "Well, there it is. There's my God Moment of the Week," and I was like, "Is that a thing you do? Do I need to come up with it?" Yeah, that's, that's how I knew. Because I was thinking, oh gosh. Not have an actual guy on the other week, though. All right, yeah. go ahead. I have a few, but I'll, I'll limit it to one. I, I'll say that I got to see my family in Kentucky over the weekend, which all of those moments were God moments. Every that moment was there. mine. But, uh, okay, you can, you can use that. Because that no, wasn't okay. going to be my God moment of the week. Yeah. My God forget, moment of the week, forget actually. Forget he said that. Forget he said that. Yeah. No one told anybody. Um, at Chipotle, so one of our guests sent to us an edible arrangement of strawberry chocolate covered strawberries, just thanking us for feeding him during this whole quarantine and everything and being there. That's really oh, that just one of the coolest things. I've, did you imagine just so nice. giving someone like a restaurant you go to being like, "Oh man, those people were really nice to me. I should send them yeah some chocolate covered strawberries." That'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, it, it that would was, be so nice. They were tasty too, but yeah, no, it was just—it really touched me. I was like, "Wow, you know, it's one of those things where God reminds you, hey, it's okay. I got you. People see what you're doing, and you were like, wow, that was cool. It was a good moment." All right, uh, so I'll go next. Just you know, mine's sort yeah, of related. Yeah, it's courtesy. Uh, mine is sort of related, and I, I don't know. I don't remember what I said last time. Probably something hockey related. I could do it this time, but I'm not gonna. (laughs) Uh, I qualified for unemployment, which, yes, Josh and I both work at Chipotle, but he moved stores and mine's in a mall. So mine closed. Yeah. So I got unemployment and it has been uh, pretty great. That That sounds nice, actually. That sounds very lovely. It's it is it really is very yeah, thankful. Have you guys had very specific no. like to your town, um, like COVID nineteen memes? No. You don't have no. like not one specific to your town. No, we just we okay. really just hang out by ourselves. Yeah. Well, because like there's a meme that went around on Facebook and Twitter, and it was like. Town Square Mall, which is the mall in my town, it's like Town Square Mall before COVID nineteen, and it was a picture of an empty mall, and then Town Square during COVID nineteen, and it was also a picture of an empty mall. (laughs) Very funny. 
See, that's the it problem. It was really funny. My town's not big enough for that. Really? We don't we don't have a mall. You don't have a, well, why are you working out at Chipotle in a mall? That's a long story. <laughs> Dude, How far away is your work from here? Two from where he lives. So. You're kidding. It's two, two, just two. That's just barely two. crazy. That is a lot. Long story. Yeah, so, Allie, you, you have a God moment of the week. Yes, yes. I came up with a new one. So, All right. Wesley and I, my sister, went to get groceries from Kroger. And while we're there, we always stop at McDonald's for Cokes. And we forgot our wallets. And all we had was a dollar seventy-five that we found in the cup holder. And we were like, okay, so who's going to get their Coke and who's not going to get their Coke? And we decided that Leslie was going to get her Coke and I was not going to get mine. And Sad. when I say we decided, I actually mean Leslie decided. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then we go, like, we pull up, we pay them, we're like, sorry, like, please cancel the other coat because we forgot our wallets and we only have the money for one. And then we pull up to the Coke window and they gave us two Cokes because they were like, well, we already made it, so you might as well take it. Praise God. Yeah. It was so nice. That sounds nice. Yeah, that kind of happened to me the other day. Yeah. But I, I had mine. I so a little bit. I, I was really moved. That's nice. That's that's a good God moment. I feel God in this McDonald's tonight. Hey man, holy I feel God in this chills tonight. That's a, that's when Allie's uh, Pentecostal side starts showing. She starts speaking in tongues of a McDonald's line. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you're allowed to make about your own denomination. Just so. You Wait. Know. Oh yeah. Well, like John. <laughs> other people. If you ever want to know what Catholicism is or what it would like to be what it would be like to be Catholic, you need to watch a John Mulaney comedy special. Because he makes a lot of jokes about it. it they're all just so accurate. It's like, wow. Yeah. He definitely grew up Catholic. Nice. Alright. So uh just wrapping up, I want to remind everybody, uh, if you follow us on Patreon, or if you don't, and you go to our Patreon website, you can go down, find the post. About alien podcast. You can comment your name to sign the petition to let TJ allow me to do an alien podcast. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to have a Patreon. Forty signatures. No, you just go to the website, go to the post, comment your name. It'll be. I'll share uh, it with my sorority. Perfect. There you go. That's a hundred yeah. girls right there. Yeah, uh, we don't accept cult votes. <laughs> uh, I do. It's not a cult. It's just cult adjacent. Yeah. Cold yeah. ass TJ. Um, yeah. So if you want to hear us talk about uh, the argument of aliens, which is basically either one side thinks uh, the Bible didn't tell us, you know, the literalist standpoint we talked about on podcast before. The Bible doesn't mention aliens. Plus, there can't be aliens. And they're very, a lot of people get very, you know, upset about hey. that, that hey. idea. Hey. And then the other side is that, uh, hey. TJ, this isn't. This isn't the aliens. I'm informing them why they need to vote for the alien podcast. They don't need to vote for the aliens. I never knew that there was a thing that people argue about about aliens not being real. Yeah. Or not being allowed to be real. Yeah, because the Bible doesn't say anything about aliens. So you can't say that they're real. But the other side will say, uh, to say that God didn't make aliens is to limit God. So they get mad too. Everybody's angry. And if you want to hear more about it, go to the Patreon comment your name on the alien post. I haven't made it yet. But come Tuesday when this comes out. Or come tomorrow when this comes out. I'll have made it. Yeah. Tomorrow, Tuesday? Comment your name. Yeah. Yes, it is, Allie. Oh, Lord. Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, do that. Go to our Facebook, Instagram, follow us there. Uh, talk about aliens on our page. Um, share this podcast. Like this podcast. Comment mm-hmm. on it. Tell your friends. Share it to your sororities, your cults. Whatever, um, all that good stuff. And uh, soon we're gonna we'll have, we have some future guests lined up. Um, we have uh, Sister Rose is gonna be back on the podcast. Uh, Brother Pastor Gary Atkins he's gonna return to talk about uh, sin and death. We told you all about that. We're just waiting on him. And uh, my Godfather, Brother Martin, has recently agreed to be on to talk about what the church is gonna do next concerning COVID nineteen. And uh, for our 50th episode, we're going to have a bunch of previous guests and patrons. We're going to have a big meeting and just 
have everybody just say some stuff about podcasts. It'll be a really cool reunion kind of episode. And uh, at the end of the show, TJ, do you, do you know who we got for the end of season one? Yeah, hold on. Uh, let me check my notes. Okay. Yeah, it's Francis Chan. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. At the end of this season, we will have Francis Chan. Who just doesn't know it yet? Yeah. Francis Jack? Francis Chan. 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 Super popular author. He's popular enough that it's funny that we would say he should be on because he won't be. You know who you should get on here? Rick Riordan. Larry King. He's coming out with the Percy Jackson series. And I feel like people just aren't talking about him. Well, thank you everybody for listening.